0: Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining us today on the She's Invincible podcast. And we have a treat for you. We have in our studio the amazing Linda Moore. Linda is a multi dimension human with more irons in the fire than a human should be allowed. She's an entrepreneur, inventor, singer, songwriter, Vegas performer ageless vegetarian and a tough old broad. <laughs> Welcome, Linda. It is so great to have you here with us today.
1: Hi. Thank you so much, Cammy. It's really an honor and a pleasure.
0: Oh my gosh. It is my honor. This has been, uh, you know, you've been on my top list since I decided to start a podcast and it's just so fun to have you with us today. So let's do this. Let's tell our listeners, who is Linda Moore? How did you get where you are today? And what makes you invincible?
1: Well, first of all, Linda Moore, as you see it written, is not the same Linda Moore that was born. The, the, the uh, person that was born, Linda Moore, is a different spelling. So I have a completely different past that is under a different name. And I changed my name, the spelling of my name, to two L's and a Y and one O because I ended up being you know, a shoe brand, an entertainer, and I had to stand out a little bit. I mean, there's like 5,000 Linda Moores you know, in Tennessee alone, where I'm from or something. You know, it's crazy. So um, I'm, I'm both of those people, okay? Um, but I was born in Nashville. I grew up in a musical family, so to speak, my father, is a studio bass player. He recorded uh, on records for Elvis Presley, Roy Orbison, Patsy Klein Kenny Rogers. I mean, the list goes on and on. 17,000 records my father played bass on. So I grew up in that kind of environment. My father did uh, recording sessions most of his working day, but he would come home usually at two in the morning and he sometimes would bring songs with him that they had just recorded. So. I would be, my bedroom was not far from the den where we had a stereo and my father would put on these, you know, these fresh tapes that came out of the studio. And I got to hear some of the most classic standard songs before any person on the planet. I mean, it was just really amazing. Of course, at the time I had no idea they were gonna be classic standard songs, but but you know, I was very blessed to grow up in that environment, so inspired by music. And I knew I would be, you know, music is in my blood. I knew I would become a musician, but anyway, um, When it came time to go to college, uh, my parents had just divorced. I needed a scholarship. So I entered a local scholarship, you know, beauty pageant, which the Miss America program, they don't call them beauty pageants. They're really not beauty pageants at all. They're really, uh, you know, to show a well-rounded person. But I entered my local pageant, was very fortunate to win that, moved on to the state, competed in Miss America. I had every intention of becoming an attorney in the music industry. that was my goal. But uh, after I won with Tennessee, I had so many opportunities to perform and be an entertainer. So I kind of switched directions. That's how that happened. Then after that, uh, I decided to move to New York City a few years later to pursue my career as a recording artist. And while I was there, I signed to Warner Brothers Publishing, became a songwriter, uh, had a couple songs and movies, if you guys have ever seen... There's a couple of cult f- films out. One of them is called, um, My Best Friend is a Vampire, a song that I wrote called The Power of Your Suggestion is in that movie. And then another one, an old Annette Funicello, if anybody's old enough out there to remember who that is. Uh, Annette Funicello and Frankie Avalon had, had a movie called Back to the Beach. My partner and I had a song in that. Um, then I moved back to Nashville. Uh, we started a band, my partner and I rock band and I did a solo project and we got tired of that after a while. Then we moved to Vegas because we were offered a chance to perform at Mandalay Bay. And uh, and we've been here ever since, that was 15 years ago. And it was through my performing, uh, which is you know not an easy job. I mean, if you're a performer in Vegas, you have to usually perform four hours a night. But when we moved here 15 years ago, it was six hours a night. So I would be standing on stage six hours performing in you know, like store-bought shoes that were very uncomfortable. And I thought, gosh, you know, I wish I had a comfortable solution here. And I had to have a lot of styles. So long story short, I bought a pair of boots at a store once. Uh, Couldn't get them zipped up. They were tall boots. You know, I couldn't get them zipped up because I'm a runner. My calves are not skinny. And and so, but I love the way it felt on my foot. So I bought them anyway. I decided to cut off the upper part and just wear the bottom part, which you can do if you're creative and crazy like me. Um, I had it in two parts and I'm like, why doesn't somebody make a boot in two parts so a woman can choose her calf size and her foot size? And why doesn't somebody put a nice thick pad in a shoe so that when a woman is standing all day, there's a bit of a cushion? So I had all these ideas. I, I made a couple with, with glue and material. I figured out a way to make them myself. My friends loved it. Uh, My partner and I happened to be going to Hong Kong to perform on New Year's Eve. And there's all these conventions in Vegas for shoes. So we went to the convention and met a Chinese manufacturer. And we're like, hey, we're coming to uh, China in a couple months. So maybe we'll meet with you. uh, And you you can figure out how to help us make this. That's exactly what we did. And we made a thousand pairs just to test it. And a friend said, hey, you can have my garage. We set up a computer. We had a thousand pairs of boots, and we couldn't keep them in stock. They were flying, 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 flying off the shelves. That's how my company got started. So that's why I'm where I am today, but I've still held on to music the whole time. I'm, I'm like I said, too many irons in the fire. I mean I'm a, you know, I'm a singer, a performer in Vegas. I'm still a songwriter. Uh, I, you know, I'm an inventor of these patented products, uh, entrepreneur, you know, own, own a company. It's crazy. It's a, it's a crazy life. It sounds so, so I, I, exciting. That's how I'm here, but I've gone crazy in the process. <laughs> I'm 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 really insane. I'm okay. But it's oh my god.
0: <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's so great. So okay,
1: so that's how the boots came. So how did you shift into sandals? Okay, so well, are you that's part of my ugly oh. story. You want okay. me to No, not yet. No,
0: that's okay. Awesome. Okay. So tell me, uh, what makes you invincible?
1: You know, I know you asked this question to all of your guests, and I've heard this question, you know, basically in another form uh, asked to a lot of entrepreneurs. And I would say all the same things that everybody says, you know, never give up, work hard, all those things. But, you know, as a creative person, as a songwriter, I'm always drawn more toward the emotional side of things, um, the spiritual side of things. So for me, when I really search my soul and I ask myself that question, I would say the reason why I feel I'm invincible is really a very simple answer. And it's really one word and that's love. And what I mean by that is, number one, it's two, two forms of love, loving other people, loving yourself everybody knows you can't truly love someone else until you love yourself so first of all you have to what I feel makes me invincible is that I love myself I don't mean that in, in any way shape or form in a boastful way I love myself and respect myself enough to take really good care of myself you know I have one body one mind And I make that my number one priority in life, taking good care of myself. Because if I can't do that, I'm not good for anybody else. But once you do that, once you take really good care of yourself, then you are able to give the love to other people. And, you know, I just can't, there's nothing more fulfilling or nothing that gives me more happiness in life than to help someone, inspire someone, you know, I don't have children, but if I did have children, rather than give them a gift or any kind of material object, I would far more rather give them the example that I set than any material object. So I think inspiring people by the things that you do, the example that you set in your life, is you know what makes you, that's, what, that's everything in life. I mean, that's what makes life worth living for me. And so I'm driven by that passion. It's a sincere passion. Um, I can't wait to get up every day and improve myself. You know what I mean? And out of respect for myself and out of love for people, because I want to inspire other people to be better. And if we're not doing that while we're on the planet, what are we here for? That's, That's my feeling.
0: I agree 100%. And that's why the She's Invincible podcast exists, because I wanted to be able to build a platform to reach so many others and to encourage other women that were on their journey and having, you know, being faced with obstacles and having to overcome them. And I couldn't think of a better way than to bring other successful women onto the podcast and let them share their stories. You know, we see success. Success is everywhere. But we never see behind the scenes. And that's the part that gives women hope, is to see what's behind the scenes, to see what the price of success is, and to see who's willing to pay that price. And so I'm just so grateful to have you here with us today.
1: Thank you, Tammy. And you know what? I, I want to say something about that too. The whole time I was thinking about today's podcast and doing this with you, I was thinking about you and how cool it is and how giving how generous and wonderful it is that you are, you've taken this on i mean it is a huge gift that you are giving to other people by creating this platform for women to share their success stories to help other women so you my friend are responsible for changing people's lives in, in ways that you you may not ever really know you know on a one to one basis but you know, my hat is off to you, and much respect to you for doing that and thank you, Linda, for being a part of this
0: journey that that team up with me and be a part of this by sharing your story and helping other women. I just appreciate that so much my
1: pleasure. My
0: pleasure. So let's talk about ageless mentality, so let's talk about how that affects you know business, personal life, all of those things.
1: okay, so um yeah and you know i adopted an an ageless mentality many many years ago uh and i think you know it came from you know as a child being told oh you know by this age you have to do that by this age you have to do that once you cross a certain age you can't have long hair once you, you you know i mean there were so many rules and you know limitations imposed on me that I felt that it's just spiritually did not feel right. You know, um, it takes time for us to develop our, you know, our our passions, our true character. And, you know, to feel that pressure and that you've got to do it by here and this age and all that. It's just, it's very unhealthy. It's very unhealthy for us, our souls. So, um, I was lucky enough to have this, intuition when I was very young just you know I just followed my heart my intuition and I said you know I'm gonna ignore that so my whole life I have paid zero attention to my age I mean I don't think about it when I have a birthday coming up it's a celebration because I feel it's one step toward my goal it's not I I don't ever say oh god you know oh boy look you know my life is going by (laughs) you know I don't think of it that way at all um so that's, that's the first thing I think one needs to do to adopt an ageless mentality. You just really have to focus on getting rid of the whole idea that a number is attached to you. Um, then, you know, the way that affects your business is like, when you, you feel so free when you get rid of that. You feel so free, you feel so motivated. There's no time limit. You can stre- you take the stress out of your life. That affects every aspect of your life, whether it's you know uh, whether it's designing, whether it's you know learning, uh, marketing. I mean, you can apply it to every single thing. Whether it's raising a child, uh, we need to take the stress out of our lives. The modern woman is so over-stressed; it's ridiculous, and you know, and it affects our health. It affects our children's health, our family's health. So we really, we really need to uh, eliminate that stress and an ageless state of mind really helps to do that.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, I think that that's so such an appropriate topic right now with this pandemic that we, you know, we've been going through now for six months and, Who knows how much longer. And I'm finding that women, especially, are having to reinvent themselves. You know, all of a sudden, kids are being homeschooled by a mom who's not a teacher, uh, who maybe has a job and now has to figure out how to still do her job and homeschool her children. Like things are just really changing. And um, and then there's the women who are middle-aged who decide like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to do something different. And yet uh, a lot of times it's that age factor that will hold them back and have them believing that, you know, who are they to change careers at 50 or go back to school for a new degree So I think that's such an important topic and I love how you, you know, say that that kind of gives you freedom, right? It it takes the pressure off because you're not on anyone's time limit.
1: Exactly. And, you know, owning your own business, uh, being an entrepreneur, being in control of your life is so very important. And I know so many people that are unhappy with their jobs, you know, nine to five, they don't, they dread every day. And I, you know, I would rather live in a small room and have my time to myself you know what i'm saying every day to do what i feel i need to do to satisfy my soul more than anything else it's money is secondary and and power and fame are secondary it's just being true to yourself and you cannot do that if you are you know stressed to the max and you're not allowed to do what you need to do on your own time frame so it's very very important I love that. I love
0: that. So let's do this. Let's tell our listeners where they can find you. Where's
1: like one place that they can find you? Well, they can find me on Facebook, but I mean, I have a website for my boots. We have a website for our performing act, my partner and I here in Vegas. And I'm all over YouTube with my original songs. Um, you know, uh, so which one would you like me to, <laughs> are you <laughs> screen or? Yeah. So how about let's go with the
0: boot, uh, with the boot website right now. And then what I'll do is I'll put all of the other links in the show notes. So the listeners will be able to go in the show notes and listen to all of that. Okay.
1: So uh, it's www.lindamoreboots and you have to spell it with my, my, my reinvented Linda Moore, which is L L Y N D A M O R E boots.com. And can I just really quick, can I show my boot? Can I show Okay. Absolutely. Ladies, what is so amazing about this boot is that, well, you can't, you know, the screen is not big enough to see the whole thing at once. Yeah, you can see right there. Yeah. So my patented design is a magnet. There's a magnet inside the boot and in two magnets inside the boot. And, but this top, the boot top is separate and you wouldn't know it, but it does come apart. So a woman can pick her calf size and her shoe size. And inside the shoe is a thick pad. Uh, This allows women to store more efficiently, travel more efficiently, uh, have more uh, a better fit. Uh, It's more economical because this boot top is reversible. You can see there's a leopard fabric on the inside, Uh, and we have many different fabrics to choose from for the reversible side. But you can turn it inside out, upside down, scrunch it, cuff it, you can wear it 30 different ways. So we call it uh, 30 styles in one boot. Um, it's just a, it's a real, it's a stress buster because again, it allows you to travel easier. Uh, you can have a lot of different styles. You don't need to spend a lot of money to get a lot of different styles. Uh, so that, that's my boot and that's at lindamoreboots.com. We also have sandals and that the, these are, it's the same concept. They're interchangeable. Uh, these straps are interchangeable you can make the sandals any color you want. So on a trip you can take your favorite heel style of sandal. We have four different heel styles, wedges and this is a little heel. Um, but you can take you know one pair of sandals and a bunch of different pairs of straps. So on this side, see it's a different fabric. So you can create a completely different look. It's just a lot of fun, allows you to be creative again, save space, travel easier. The footbed has a uh, foam pad on it. I'm all about comfort because when I was in my twenties, you know I I stood on stage in these stiletto heels with hard foot beds, and I just was in agony, even in my 20s. Once I hit 30, I'm like, I'm done with that, I'm done with that, you know, don't care how sexy they are, how cool they look, so I came up with this, you know, concept, it's, it's so wonderful to be comfortable, and and, you know, getting back to what we're talking about, spiritually, you know, if you don't feel comfortable, I don't have to tell you girlfriends, if you your feet hurt all day or you're you know something's too tight you're just you can be a you know what you know it affects your family it affects your you know your personality in every way comfort is everything you've got to be comfortable or you cannot express the beautiful person that you are inside so that keep that in mind with my brand I mean that is the number one priority and these boots every person that tries on the boots or the sandals they go oh my god I cannot believe how comfortable these are And that's intentional. Got to help my girl be comfortable. (laughs) <laughs> that's right. And, you know, I can I can give you a
0: testimony right here that um, I have three pairs of your sandals and probably 10 different toppers. So that's like 20 different looks, right? So I just went to Charleston for a week on vacation and took one pair of sandals, you guys, and had different outfits for every day and just had to switch the toppers. So that was so fun. And, you know, especially like when you're flying and you have to stay under 50 pounds and you're luggage. You just, if you just bring one pair and bring all the toppers, it works out so great. So, and I, I forever get compliments no matter what I wear, whether it's my boots or my, my sandals. I'm just so grateful that I was introduced to your products. Uh, probably now, um, I'm going to say three years. So how long has Linda Moore
1: boots been in business? I can't believe I'm saying these words, but it's like, uh, eight years. It seems like, Two years ago, <laughs> but uh, yeah, eight years and we're still we're still alive. I mean, we've cruised through the pandemic. It's been difficult, I, I'd be the first to tell you, very difficult, uh, but we, we've we had to downsize considerably uh, to save on rent. It's all good though, we're, we're alive and well, but we, we do need women's support, so please do go to our website if you'd be so kind and support local businesses, small businesses, and they need your help more than the large corporations.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I just wanted to point this out as well, is not only are the, you know, the sandals and the boots are a great investment to your wardrobe, but you also, this is also modeled in direct sales. So you also have uh, consultants that that sell these boots
1: as well? We do. We sell online and we have uh, sales representatives. That's so, amazing. So yeah, if
0: can... some... If someone was looking to uh, make some extra money, or maybe they fell in love with your product and wanted to share it with the world, how would they get started doing something like that?
1: Um, All they have to do is contact me. Um, And, you know, we had so many representatives for a while and that we advertise it on our our website, but then we decided to take that down because we want to keep, you know, a smaller number of representatives uh, so that each person can have their own territory, you know. Um if if you spread it out too thin, we've learned that's not a good thing. So anybody that's interested can contact me directly and I will send them a link on how to take the next step.
0: Oh that's perfect. Fabulous because I know there's women out here right now that are looking for ways to make extra money, right? Uh and this is coming, yes. Absolutely this could be this could be a great opportunity for them. Well, that is awesome. And this has been so fun. And we have so many stories. We could talk about so many things. I feel like I need to bring you back again and tell some Elvis stories and all of that. But right now, we're going to shift and we're going to talk a little bit about your journey to where you are today and uh, just. Some of the behind the scenes, I, you know, I, I haven't met anyone yet who's sailed to success, and, uh, and but we want to celebrate. We want to celebrate the good part of your journey with you, and we also want to share the not-so-great things that you had to overcome so that we can inspire our listeners that no matter what they're going through right now, that we can give them hope right here, right now, to get back up and chase their dreams. So we're going to start with the good. Could you share a good story with us about your journey?
1: Of course. I have lots of, and I was telling you earlier, Cammie, really all of my bad stories are also the good stories because, you know, that's how you get to the good is, you know, conquering the bad. You know, I would like to say that, you know, my good story is that I was born in America. I was born in America where we are free to pursue the American dream. And without that, Nothing else would be possible, and I wrote a song called "Addicted to America" because I am—I feel so strongly about that. Uh, through hard work, and you know, and conviction, we can achieve our dreams, and that in itself is amazing. Because of that, because I'm an American citizen, uh, I was able to use my mind to come up with something that would help my fellow human beings, and that is a more comfortable. Uh, more economical shoe footwear product um, and I recently received my second patent um, that's my that's my good story I mean designing and creating to try and help other people I mean there's no other there's just no other fulfilling existence in it for me so I recently received a patent for my sandals. I already have a patent for two patents on the boots. Um, And it's just a miracle. It's just an amazing miracle that, you know, that you can come up with an idea, you know, just, just by living your life every day, you don't have to like sit around and think, Oh, what idea can I come up with? Just use your life, your everyday existence and the things, the challenges that you have, the things that the problems that you need to solve. And I'm always looking for a solution, not because I want to, you know, come up with an idea to sell just to make my life easier and make my life, my friends and family's life easier. I just can't help it. You know, it's just like, what can we do to solve this? You know, so I'm I'm always coming up with crazy things and I don't have time to develop all those ideas, but I, I would just suggest to people to be inspired by the fact that you were born in America when you can, you you have access to the American dream. If you work hard, think of things that that you need to solve, have fun doing it. And, you know, and the most amazing dreams can come true. Don't ever forget that they can come true. Don't ever think that because you don't have a background for a certain business or, you you know, that you don't have the support you need, you can find it. It's out there.
0: That is great. Oh my gosh. That's so great. So, and I love that you said, you know, I don't hear that often. Like, you know, the good is that I was born in America, right? Because that's so true. And the more women I meet from other countries, the more real it is to me that we really are free here. Uh, Just the stories that you hear and the limitations that they have in so many other countries. Uh, So that is so cool that you pointed that out. Thank you for that. I
1: just suggest if people would like to hear the song, just go onto YouTube and type in my name, and most of my songs will come up. But the song is called "Addicted to America," and it's and it starts off saying, "I'm a hardworking woman living in the USA." I love it. I love it. every, Every working woman can relate to it.
0: Yeah, for sure, right? Okay, so now we're going to take a turn and we're going to talk a little bit about the bad. Not the ugly, but just the bad. So do you have a story you can share with us about something bad that happened during your journey?
1: Sure, sure. Uh, It's hard to pick. There's so many. But um, probably the worst thing that's that's happened to our company uh, is that we, unfortunately, you know, most people know this. A lot of people and a lot of business owners and manufacturers of products in our country have to manufacture overseas. It's just a sad fact of reality. Uh, Many years ago, a lot of uh, business owners realized they could go overseas, get cheap labor, and make the products there. So what happened was there was this huge exodus of factories and businesses leaving America going overseas and that has enabled our products to be kept, the prices to be kept lower. Um, and so people are now used to lower priced products and they don't want to give that up. But people, a lot of people complain, you know, why is it not made in America? Why is it not made in America? But they don't understand. Well, are you willing to pay? I, I could make our boots in America for $400. Are you willing to pay $400 for a boot that you can get online that costs $99? no you're not most women wouldn't be willing to do that uh so we had no choice in order to compete in the marketplace we had no choice i tried everything possible to make our boots here there's a factory in arkansas that's left a family business that never moved overseas i asked them to help me and they said no you're our competition we're not going to help you so uh we had no choice but to go overseas and uh The problem with that is obviously when you are trying to make something and it's very far away but you live here. Well I've spent probably a year of my life in China trying to oversee our manufacturing Uh, but you can't be there all the time unless you move there and I wasn't willing to leave America. So uh, we always went there for our manufacturing. One time we didn't go uh, because we had some important shows here in Las Vegas and we hired someone to oversee for us. And we trusted everyone. We'd already worked with this factory a while. We trusted them. And they sent us an order. We went and picked it up in California, came in on a big ship. It was a $170,000 order. And uh, we opened it up in our warehouse, and it was defective. It was completely defective. now, I, I can only say this. I, I just want to make this one statement. I don't want to get into politics, but I can only say I'm so grateful every day that finally something is being done about China's unfair practices, okay? So many people in this country have lost their businesses, lost everything because of the unfair practices of China, and, uh, and I'm very grateful that something's finally done. But anyway, this was a couple years ago, and uh, like four years ago, I think it happened. And so that's the ugly story. We hardly were able to survive. We've, we've barely, uh, you know, barely been able to get through that one. That, that's, that's the most difficult one. But the good that comes out of that is that I spent about a week in my warehouse, never leaving my warehouse, <laughs> uh, into all hours of the night, racking my brain. How can I solve this problem? and it made me I'm already a really creative person always trying to you know solve problems but this one was very challenging Uh, I came up with creative ways that I can't believe I was able to come up with Um, but they are part of my patent so because of this obstacle thrown in front of me you know it helped me have a, a, a stronger more unique product and the point is that there's always something good that can come out of a bad situation. If you just, you're relentless in trying to fight it and, and not let it take you down. So my sandals, it's, it's a sandal. We, we figured out how to repair everything. Uh, and we've repaired, most of the product that we've repaired has been sold already. Um, and it's, you know, now we, and we have better product now, but uh, it's, it was a real challenge. Real challenge. That that's my ugly story, because because that really came close to ruining everything that we've worked for.
0: Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. So and you never hear those stories,
1: right? Well, you like know, sometimes sometimes if you watch Shark Tank, you'll hear other people talk about getting a bad order from China. And, you know, and, and it's unfortunate. You know, they just uh, we, you know we know very many wonderful Chinese people. We've become. Friends, almost like family, with some of them, and there's some fantastic people there. But there's some people that run some factories that, if they can save a dime here or there, you know, they don't, they don't care. They want to save the dime, and and then uh, and you end up being the person that suffers from, for it. So that's
0: that's 100- a big ticket too, right? One hundred and seventy thousand dollars for a you know smaller business is yeah. really devastating. Yes, it is. Yeah. So, well, but that. you, yeah, you took it on, right? Yeah. You took it on and you were resourceful and you, you yeah. really tapped into your own genius and figured out a way. And I think that that's amazing and it would have been easier to probably
1: close the doors, but that's not rewarding, right? Exactly. And like I said, it helped me come up with a stronger idea. For my and now company. you have a new patent. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's amazing. That is amazing. So we do have a little bit more time. And so you got to tell those stories. Let's talk a little bit about... Um, your time. I know, I, and I don't know the whole story, so I don't even want to quote it, but I've heard some stories recently about uh, your your time with your dad and, and Elvis and recording and those types of things. Um, and also about your newest song and video. So let's talk a little bit about that before
1: we go. Okay. Um, like I said, uh, my father played bass on a lot of recordings, Elvis Presley's records are just one artist that he played on. Um, And so when I was a little tiny thing, uh, my father took me to the recording studio with him one day and I got to sit on Elvis's lap and get his autograph. And that was a thousand years ago, (laughs) but I've got his autograph, you know, in a frame and in my house. So I kind of feel like Elvis is with me, his spirits with me every day. you know I was just very lucky uh, my father was friends with you know some very legendary type artists and you know they would come to our house and you know it was just really a, an amazing childhood in that way. Uh, you know my father was so dedicated to his work that he wasn't home a whole lot uh, so I didn't get to see a lot of my father and that's one thing that I you know I I'm sad about in my life that, that we didn't have that opportunity. Uh, and so I wrote a song about it and it's called A Father's Love. And so if you go onto YouTube and you can see that song or listen to that song, um, I would appreciate it. But it's, uh, it's a song about, you know, fathers and how important it is that they are part of their children's lives. And there's like almost 20 million children in this country who are growing up in a fatherless home. And that has so much to do with some of the problems that we've got in our society right now. Um, so, you know, uh, it's, it's an important topic and I would greatly appreciate anyone listening to that.
0: That's amazing. And, um, and then I want to, I want you to share also about your newest song. I miss Tennessee.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, you know, uh, I, I was miss Tennessee a thousand years ago and living in Vegas where it's hot and dry and, you know, so far away from what I grew up around, you know, home is where the heart is. And, and I do miss Tennessee. And so one day I said, I miss Tennessee. And Mark said, I know you were miss Tennessee, you know, it's a joke, my partner. And I said, no, I don't mean I am miss Tennessee. I said, I miss it. So I'm like, Hey, that's a funny, that's kind of a catchy idea. So I wrote a song (laughs) called I miss Tennessee. And, uh, and I do. And the course is I miss Tennessee where the hills are so green And the sounds of guitar pull the strings in your heart and horses run free. I miss Tennessee forever my home to me. No matter where I'll be, I'll always be singing. I miss Tennessee. And it's a really, you know, it's a very fun song. It kind of takes you away into the, have you ever been to Tennessee? I have. Yeah. To Nashville. Yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful state. So, you know, in the human, every time I fly home, and the plane's going over, I'm just like, oh my God, you know, it just looks like a sea of broccoli, you know, with all the green, and you really appreciate green once you live out in the desert. We always take these little things for granted until they're taken away from us. (laughs) But yeah, it's, 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 I, I enjoyed the song. And again, would really appreciate anybody going to take a listen. That's awesome. And the video is
0: fantastic. So I was able to see that on Facebook, but is that on YouTube
1: as well? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And that's something that we did uh, when the pandemic came along and there was the lockdown, Um, we decided, my partner and I decided, I had wrote that song like five years ago and we are so busy out here in Las Vegas between the boot company and performing uh, in the clubs and things that casinos that we do that um, I, I actually wrote about five summers ago when I, w- I was jogging. I said, I never have time to write songs, and I'm sick of it. So I'm going to take my recorder with me when I'm jogging today. And I actually wrote five songs while I was jogging, and I'm Tennessee" he's one of them. So when, yeah, when we, when we, all of our jobs got canceled, we decided to take that time and get this song recorded. And then when the song was done, we still had more time. We thought it, the lockdown would be over by now, but it wasn't. So we said, let's make a video. So we had so much fun. We went out into the desert and uh, took our big, you know, uh, our, our camera and our, our ice chest. And we went out there and uh, and have some fun shooting this video. We, we didn't know exactly what it would turn out like or we didn't plan it all that well. We just went out and we found the most amazing things. It's just gifts from God. You know, we, we were driving in a neighborhood kind of out in the desert and there, somebody in their backyard they had a a swing hanging from a tree with the mountain the desert mountains in the background and we looked at that and we said oh my god you know the first line of the song is when I was a girl the song in my heart said go find your big pot of gold right and we just saw that swing and I thought you know I could be sitting on that swing you know like a little girl and it was just really really I don't know really an inspiring time and a fun time. And you just never know. The point is live your life, get out there. You don't know what's going to be out there. You never know what's waiting around the corner and just have faith that you're going to find things that surprise you that teach you something or show you something that you never expected. And that's how I live my life. And that's another thing that makes you invincible. Be fearless, be fearless. Don't be afraid. To try new things, do new things. And you don't have to have everything planned to a T. Let it flow. Let
0: it flow. That is such great advice. So I have not ever, believe it or not, been to Vegas. So uh, yes, I know. Can you believe it? I've been to a lot of places, but I have not been, but it is on the list. But tell our listeners, where are you performing these days? If they come to
1: Vegas, where can they find you? How can they get a reservation or tickets? Well, Things are so up in the air right now, Cami. we don't really know what the future holds. Um, before the pandemic, we were playing regularly at... Uh, well, first of all, we moved here, we played at Mandalay Bay for two or three years. Then we were the house band at the Hilton for two or three years. And then we worked at the station casinos, uh, the Venetian, I mean, the Sahara, all, all over Vegas. Uh, and that's what you do as an entertainer. You kind of move around, you know, and, Usually, if you're a house act at a casino, you'll be there for two or three years, and then they decide, you know what, let's get, bring someone new in, and then you go to a different casino, and everybody just kind of moves around like that. But um, we're playing at the M Resort, so I I assume that if things get back to normal, we'll probably play at the M Resort. Right now, we're playing at Chianti Restaurant occasionally. Uh, they're, they're just They're being very careful right now about the entertainment. There's so many rules and regulations in our state so there's not a lot of entertainment but about once a month we're playing at a place called Chianti restaurant here in Las Vegas and it's a beautiful restaurant great food they have a stage and lights and it's just a great experience for people there everybody here is craving to go out and see good entertainment to forget their troubles and so that's where we're playing we'll be there October the 2nd is our next show there and uh after that i have no idea I, I think we're going to be playing the halloween weekend there as well but not 100 sure but uh they can go to morgandell.com that's m-o-r-e-g-e-n-d-e-l.com that is my partner mark gendell and myself we are the act we're the, we're a duo act called more and gendell and that's our website they can always go on there and see when we're performing That is fabulous and I will
0: make sure to connect with you before I make my trip to Vegas and uh, yes, because I would not want to miss, I would actually plan my trip around your performance so I wouldn't miss it. Thank you, that would be awesome. For sure, for sure. Well, it has been such a joy to have you here with us today. Is there anything, any final words you want to give
1: to our listeners before we sign off? No, I I think I've said everything I want to say, Kimmy, but again, I do want to thank you for your generosity toward your fellow human beings by taking the time out of your life to put this all together and to bring something positive to women. And uh, and I I just adore you. I really appreciate um, you supporting our company and I, I've enjoyed my time with you today. And thank you to everybody for watching and I wish everybody safety and I hope we get through this and come out stronger on the other side. And I'm sure we will because we are, we are tough. We are tough.
0: We are. And we are invincible. Absolutely. And I don't know where you are in the world. I don't know where you are in your life or your business, but if you are face down on the ground right now, get
1: back up, girl, get back up.
0: You can do it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Get back up. And I see... Those boxing gloves in the back there, those pink boxing gloves on <laughs> your screen. That's those right. Wrong, those wrong. That's the mentality. You got to put on those boxing gloves every day and forget about that number age you are. Forge ahead. Live your life. Live your dreams. Be healthy and, uh, and care about yourself. Give yourself what you deserve. You so deserve love and respect for yourself.